Hi there, and welcome to episode 17 of the ADHD Adult UK podcast. I'm James Brown, and sadly, um, and to the detriment of the podcast, I'm joined by the man whose head looks like that bit in Drop Dead Fred, where Drop Dead Fred was dragged through a fridge door, Dr. Alex Connor. Alex, hi. Hi. Is, is that it? I'm waiting for the follow-up. Just just being grown up. Hi. I almost prefer you being a twat, to be honest. <laughs> almost. Anyway, um, I hate this bit. How are you, Al? I'm very well, James. Thank you. Yes. Is that why you hate it to hear that I'm <laughs> yes. well? You're always well. You never say I'm not. Actually, I've had a shit week. And I, I was delighted in that. Yeah, I am... Very healthy and well, thank you. Uh, all good, yeah. This podcast is <laughs> strangely going from strength to strength. Genuinely can't understand it. I think it's niche. There's not a lot of competition. Uh, we're getting a lot of lovely, lovely comments. I've been sent a letter, which Let's, I want to read out so, to you. No, 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 is... just right. No, what? No, 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 no. Right. So, two questions. Mm -hmm. Is is the letter from somebody called Robert? No. Right. So just as a kind of an associated question, is it from somebody from Kidderminster? No, 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 no. Then go ahead. Right, it's a, a Robert from Kidderminster. <laughs> and they've asked, do I? He says, do you know that James is planning to swindle your little charity and run away to just south of Coventry near Kenilworth? <laughs> so thanks for that. I've, I've informed the Charity Commission. I've got a real letter. I love my letter. <laughs> Can I read a real letter? Which is advice, actually, sort of. It's, it says, I'm not saying it's from because idiosyncratic name, but we really like it. And it says, hi, I love your podcast. I recently got diagnosed, but I grew up in a redacted country, because that would be telling as well, where my therapist told me ADHD doesn't exist. And, and you know, it's so shocking. There's there's some really interesting information. I'm, we reply to everybody, so... Um, there's lots of other things we, we talk about, but then they said very usefully, would you talk about uh, how ADHD in women manifests differently sometimes? And I'm reading that because yes, essentially it's on our list and we're, we're obviously, James and I are not brilliantly qualified to discuss the lived experience of women, but we can talk about the research and bring in a guest who is. So yes, we're definitely going to do that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for saying that. And before we go any further, I just want to say that if you're not watching this on YouTube and our podcast is available on YouTube, you won't be aware of the fact that specifically to annoy me, Alex, now we use a green screen, has put on the greenest shirt that he owns. <laughs> so you can't see bits of his body just to annoy me. And I it's like it, it's like it's the reason he's on this planet. I'm a floating head. <laughs> you're a floating perfectly spherical head alex anyway moving on as usual um this shambolic podcast is a tragedy in three parts we choose a theme in the last episode we talked about hyperfocus, and in this episode we're talking about a really big term in the world of adhd and that's uh, executive functional more specifically when it comes to adhd executive dysfunction as usual three parts at least two of them are good include evidence-based psychoeducation some personal reflections on what executive dysfunction means uh, to us and and we'll also and i noticed this keeps disappearing from the script have time to play a game i've watched james forgotten lost or mislaid this week 
And in the final bit, we'll give you some... We will always have time, Alex. I will make time. We uh, will also then give you some uh, top tips on executive function that we've been given or that we find works. So, Alex, you're not an executive and you have no function that I'm aware of. What's the big idea? Thanks, James. So... Executive functions are really a really big, as you've said, theme, and there's lots of elements within it, which we're going to touch on, but we wanted to introduce, uh, introduce the idea. We will, throughout the podcasts, talk about different elements of it in their entirety because they're very useful. In fact, our usual 11 listeners will know we've already done, for example, a working memory mm. uh, podcast, which is one of the elements of it. So let me start by asking a stupid question. Imagine, James, you pick a pencil up from your desk and move it into a drawer. Are you able to do that? I haven't got a draw near me, so no. <laughs> I mean, do you have the capacity? I have the capacity, yes. yes. Yeah, I like that you, you're looking for, for tricks. There's no trick, I mean, to move a thing from A to B. You, you have the capacity, yes, you do. Now, the question is, how did you do that? I what didn't. Happened? Well, <laughs> yeah, if you did it, what <laughs> happened? Let's say you did it. <laughs> what happened when you picked up a pen? The first thing that you did was that you decided inside your brain box that you would do that thing. You then told your arm to pick it up. You did it. Actions like this that aren't just a response to a stimulus like a jellyfish swimming towards food actually require some higher level thought. You know, humans need to go, oh, I want to do this thing. And why? Now, instead of a pen in a drawer, make it a, a big work project, something that requires the, the power of planning, timing stuff, holding some things in your very short-term memory, all things that a jellyfish simply doesn't have to think about. And these are the <laughs> higher-order brain functions, also you. These are higher-order brain functions. It doesn't stop there. Now, what if there's a problem and you have to think flexibly so you have to stop thinking about one thing to think about another. What about stopping thinking about something? How do we stop doing and thinking about stuff? All of these mental skills are called, as the umbrella term, executive function. And they are, frankly, crucial elements of humanity. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Alex, and say that you're going to say we can't do this, aren't you, as people with ADHD? I am. <laughs> Executive dysfunction. Uh, obviously, we can do all of those things. We're not all jellyfish, James. But most ADHD people struggle with one, if not all, several certainly aspects of the executive function, this higher order functioning. And this can be and is usually a big part of the challenge of ADHD. Yeah, the challenge is of ADHD. This, this feels, <clears throat> pardon me, this feels... Um, like a big subject actually almost as, as big as your head and i think for us to really kind of drill down um into it um in one episode it would be difficult but we probably lack the executive function to plan one episode properly to actually drill down into it don't we when is when has the head thing been a big head i thought it was like normal size but round entirely round I, I can change the way I insult your head at will because I just think you just, don't remember what you're thinking. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's grotesque in many different ways, Alex. <laughs> it's not just perfectly spherical. It's just offensive to mine eyes. Massive. That's fair. So yes, you are right. We're going to give tips and do podcasts on the elements, and we already have started to. But it's so important. I th so it's so important. I think that people feel empowered by terms like executive function. 
so you feel confident using it in your head and when people say it and nobody feels stupid about that. So we have a reason rather than an excuse for some of the manifestations and behaviours that might appear strange when we live in a neurotypical world, which I do, James, and you nearly do living in the West Midlands, as you do. <laughs> it's amazing that you've um, um, actually built a career on public engagement and explaining complicated things to, to, to non-scientists. So give us some examples and stop using big words. <laughs> okay, right. Why, why we're always too early or too late? Why a seemingly simple task can be baffling to us? Or why something we've done before, like learning how to rock climb or organising a party or something that we love doing, is then for some reason impossible to do a second time, often due to a different emotional reward. It might seem boring a second time to our silly little brains, for example. It's not always clear why a higher order goes, oh, I can't do that now. Sometimes it's something we'll never be able to do, never have. Sometimes we've done it before. And all of these things, these planning issues, can be problematic in different parts of your life and in different environments, your work and home. And kind of that's arguably a major, major factor in ADHD. I completely agree. I equally... I'm going to I'm going to go out and limb because I can't remember but I think inhibition uh, self-regulation they're also um, executive functions and that's <clears throat> if you think about the kind of the impulsivity that we have and the fact that we we often can't um, stop ourselves from doing things it, it just gives you an indication of those higher level functions those executive functions that often we lack and then how that becomes the behavior that you have so it's it's one of the reasons we we've talked about how shit the name ADHD is and you know it's not a deficit of attention etc and because executive dysfunction is so almost universal maybe even universal in ADHD Alex yeah, and I have arguably had, universal yeah yeah Alex and I have had personal conversations on the odd, odd occasion where I've, I've been forced to talk to him for an extended amount of time about how mm -hmm. if it were renamed what we would call it and we've talked about how trying to get executive dysfunction in there would would probably capture better what what the disorder is so it's a massive massive part of adhd it really is cognitive inhibition is a good one james what you're talking about not not doing things or stopping yourself doing things it's, it's estimated that it could be 50 percent, even 80 percent of children with tourette's which is a, not being able to inhibit yourself in mentally then go on to have adhd later on it, it it's it's very linked if you think about your impulsive behavior when you re i really don't want to do this then why don't you because your brain isn't able to turn stuff off thinking about stuff doing stuff that that's exactly right oh that's too much education psychoeducation for me can we take a break well, it's just too much alex for me so we are going to take a break <laughs> because um i haven't got the the executive function and control of my um self-regulation to not uh, offend you or insult you constantly so we'll take a quick break and we'll come back in part two for some personal reflections on how uh, dysfunctional alex is Welcome back to episode 17 of the ADHD Adult UK podcast, part two. We are talking about some of our personal reflections of executive dysfunction problems. Now, James, how has executive dysfunction as an umbrella term affected you in your poor little life? <laughs> I'll give you one example, Alex. So in terms of the planning, planning is, a, is a, an executive function. 
um i forgot to plan to put the ticker across the screen to say this is episode 17 what the fuck is executive function and therefore yeah and therefore didn't do it and i've only just noticed that so there's an immediate example of how my inability to plan a future event even though i have to set all this up because alex is completely computer illiterate has an impact on on my life there are obviously specific hang on james i'm looking up at the title and you've written emotional dysfunction (laughs) look up at the top have i that's amazing Uh, yeah look up there by the duck yeah, by the by, the duck. Other other pot streaming websites are available. Um, yeah, there are, there are obviously specific executive functions that I have a well documented um, history, and we've talked about them in the past and annoying issues with, particularly my working memory. We all know my kryptonite is making a cup of tea in one go, which or out or drinking it, which I just I can't do. Planning, which I've just mentioned, is something I usually outsource to Mrs. ADHD which considering the fact that she's got ADHD and executive dysfunction um, gives you an indication about how well planned our lives actually are. I've got um, <clears throat> issues with self-restraint, which is part of the, the inhibition part of executive dysfunction. And I've got massive, and we were just talking about this before we recorded um, emotional self-regulation issues. I, I, I've struggled for, I mean, God, since Alex wore short trousers, you know, like cut off jeans, Al. Everyone cut off jeans, have you? Today? Yeah. Not today. Just just a bit of an in-joke about a, a photograph I've um, been told about. Um, yeah, I've had emotional self-regulation issues for a very, very long time. And I've got better at building things around me to make up for a lack of executive function, for a lack of those higher thinking skills um, and that includes you know, technology, it includes something as simple as a, a calendar, it includes, and we've talked about this a lot, a, a totem for anybody watching on YouTube, I've just shown, my, just got my totem out for everybody, um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a constant battle, you know, to not think I'm shit, which actually I'm not. Aren't you though? It was the pause yeah. that killed me then, Alex, it was the pause, come on. <laughs> I'm meant you're to have things shit. you. You're the, you're the victim, <laughs> not me. You are shit, but not because of those things. That's very true. It's it's, in t- it's entirely personality driven. Your shitness. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that is exactly right. Yeah. So, what are, what are your reflections? How does executive dysfunction make your life um, what it is? This is the one that has given me in the past the most self-loathing and shame and guilt, but doesn't anymore. I think the biggest distinction between used to hate myself for it and don't know so much about it. Learning about this, learning that there are things I can't do, even though I want to do them. And importantly, that old chestnut, emotional acceptance, that ADHD is a disorder that I have that will be with me forever. And executive dysfunction to a certain level is part of that. This has been a big part of my I call it peaceful wildness. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm it's what I call it in my head. Peaceful. I'll never be wildness. peaceful, James, nor will you. Is that the name of your I, string quartet? I, you know, I need to work out, get, get it written in Chinese characters, like <laughs> tattoo it onto my small of my back. That no, no, it's awful. I know it's awful, but a lot of a lot of the 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 aims of of ADHD people, and often the aims of their their coaches or whatever, is to is to oh to give people peace that have ADHD and it ain't gonna happen. 
you need to be peaceful within your existing mind and, and and that mind is typically a bit a bit wilder than others so for want of a better expression to learn acceptance for a peaceful wild mind is is, is how i describe it and now i want that tattoo so for example the thought of an office job jesus christ i honestly don't know how people do that um if you're doing an office job and you have adhd and you love it Tell us, tell us what the emotional reward of the day to day. What, what do you do? There's some exciting risks, or maybe, maybe you uh, launder money through a computer. I don't know. <laughs> but the thought of an office job for me is absolutely baffling. The executive functions needed to do that kind of thing without uh, sort of an adrenaline inducing situation is beyond me because, um, for exactly the same reasons as James, we have that same sort of mind to do the little the, the planning and the details without getting in the next hour or two a big old chunk of reward and stimulus mm. it's beyond me so i don't put myself in that position i accept that i am and all always will be like that you're you're very good at that though aren't you we've talked before about about things like uh, domestic anxiety and you know, we've talked personally offline when i've been in, mm. in not a good place um yeah. about my when you when you anxiety. suppress your your number and i didn't don't realize it's you yeah exactly yeah i've <laughs> yeah. called off sam's phone um <laughs> yeah, yeah we, you you've often talked about how you know with some of the things that cause me stress you just don't why would you put yourself in that position which again that kind of baffles me because i think well well yeah but you know normal people normal people go to parties and then you would just say to me but if you know it causes you stress why would you do that so you seem to have one ability i can't i don't know of any others but you do have this one ability to 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 say you know if that is a problem for me i'm not going to do it yeah a, a, a lot of communication as well uh, tom who we had on the other week was saying that it, one of the things that he's learned to do because of executive dysfunction is say i'm sorry can you repeat that was it was it was when he talked about i was thinking about ducks do you remember mm. and that's and it's it's the same thing i say i'm sorry i won't be coming to this party because my mind is wild and i, I, I can't and, and <laughs> i hope you've sent that email i've literally sent that those words in a text or an email to somebody and just got <laughs> a new phone who dis back <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. okay right thank you for sharing that alex now if i were reading the script that's been prepared it would say this leads us awfully into our latest game of what's james lost or forgotten this week so so again a bit, script, of, james. bit of manipulation going in there alex but it does lead us gloriously into this week's uh edition of what's james lost or forgotten this week so <clears throat> I think your score is still five. We don't know how many out of, um, or even if it is five because we've forgotten. But you're not doing well, Alex, are you? As usual, you've got no. three options. And again, I know I have to explain this because of your offensive thickness. There are three yeah. options, and one mm -hmm. of them is something I actually forgot or lost. Okay? Are, are yeah. you on board? Right. Okay. With, yeah. <laughs> Option one is I forgot um, how to roll a cigarette. Okay. Uh, option two is that I forgot to take my wallet with me to Aldi. Other supermarkets are available. And therefore I had to leave... Not as good though, are they? No, well, Aldi's amazing. Had to leave a trolley full of shopping there and do the walk of shame out. And option three is that I forgot to charge my car <laughs> before... Um, having to travel to a very important appointment. 
It's an electric car, by the way. Sorry, because I'm. I'm oh, that was going to be my joke. I was going to yeah. say. Well, I know you. I know you. You haven't got an electric car, and you don't smoke. So, <laughs> but, but then I know you don't ever get your fucking wallet out as well. <laughs> so, ah, that is a good ones. They're always good ones. Charge your car. Roll a cigarette. See, I don't think you would forget how to roll a cigarette. I don't think that that fits in when you, with many of the common disorders of ADHD. It's certainly because it's a, a relatively long-term remembered skill. Mm -hmm. It could be that you did do that, but just because you're like pig shit thick and nothing to do with your but then the other two might be for the same reason. So the thing about Aldi is you could have phone, you could phone up your um, like massively long-suffering wife, and I can only assume deaf wife, and and ask for the long number across the middle and the expiry date, and your mother's maiden name. Car, charge your car because you pig shit thick. You going with the car? I mean, I am pig shit thick. That's been um, well established. But again, you're wrong, Alex. So congratulations oh. for remaining on five points. I forgot how to roll a cigarette. So <laughs> my Lizdex amphetamine, which is a stimulant, and anybody that parted in the 90s knows that cigarettes go well with stimulants, um, as means I smoke a bit more than I used to because it gives me a, a bit of peace. But fags don't smoke, no, it's dreadful. Don't, don't, yeah, don't smoke. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. And cigarettes are incredibly expensive. So to mitigate that cost, I've started rolling cigarettes with one of those uh, little rolling machines. And I was doing fine. And it is a new learned skill, which is why it, it may be ADHD. Uh, but all hmm. of a sudden, every time I went to roll one, I would roll it the wrong way and then open the machine up and just tobacco and paper would spill out onto my um, lap. And this was like 15 cigarettes on the trot. And every time I would go, right, okay, I did it that way last time. So if I do it the other way, and it would still then all spill out. So I, I, I couldn't, for a period of time, roll the cigarette using a, a cigarette rolling machine i can't believe you actually smoke cigarettes it's not the 90s what the fuck's going on because and as you well know my brain is very wrong. strange and wrong yeah, and there's lots going on and i and i i found i discovered actually last summer that i find the only time i ever get in a piece is sat outside and it's shit in the winter but sat outside having a cup of tea and a cigarette listening to music, which is why one of the questions to what's I forgot, what's James forgotten um, recently was that I forgot to put the music on, which has happened at times. It, it, it's it, you know, cigarettes are terrible for you, but they do cause a small re release of dopamine. And for me, particularly if I've got a busy day, that five minutes of peace in my head is fucking priceless. And I know that the, the, pay, the payoff is that I'm damaging my body and I know I want to change that behavior. But at the minute, yeah, I do smoke. I'll try and smoke rollers when I can actually roll them. Right. It's my yeah. mission to get you to change that to vapes. I know you don't like them as much, but I'm I, going yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, yeah, I've tried to vape and I've got a vape. It didn't really work, but A, anyway. Um, yeah. As my coach, if you can help me with uh, that, then it'll be the first thing you've helped me with. So that was the latest <laughs> edition of What Has James Lost, Forgotten or Mislaid this week. That takes us nicely into the break so I can go and have a pee. We'll be back uh, with our top tips and maybe even a product recommendation. See you later. Welcome back to part three of episode 17 of the ADHD Adult UK podcast on um, executive function and what the fuck is that? 
Um, this part of the podcast, we talk about our top tips. So Alex, fire away and give us something useful because you know I'm not going to. <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh, learn about them. So executive function, just a quick reminder, are the higher order functions that humans do uh, or jellyfish if you're James. So, you know, planning and time management and cognitive inhibition, stopping thinking about things, learning about them. And we're going to help. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. We're breaking it down into different aspects and we're going to bang on about them over the next few podcasts if we remember to do them. And, and learning about them is real power. The, even the, the research-based evidence is that psychoeducation, self-education or with, um, with an educational group or individual helps with managing your ADHD, preferably with medication if you can get it, but even on its own, it's good. And we're going to help you with that. We, as a community of people with ADHD, are not amazing at self awareness so maybe start with projects you did well in the past that felt fun and that's quite crucial think about who you were working with in that project what did you do what did they do for you are there things you can do on your own even and what can you do about memory issues if you have them a dictaphone some software to help you or a notebook that i have but literally a posh pen and paper it's got a stormtrooper on it and it was very expensive i've always got a dictaphone alex because i've got your number Oh no! I just don't like that to drop. No, I thought I thought. Yeah, no, I got it. I just don't. Yeah. No, no, I don't think because it was a, an actual joke with a punchline and and, yeah. a, and doesn't suit you. <laughs> so, what about planning? I've got a client who uses project management software with like really clean linear actions of what they have to do for them to do. And I know that you don't like project management software, which you know, if we're all the same, they couldn't sell mixed biscuits, could they? So it, that's fine. But if it works for you, try it. So what what has worked in the past? Learn what these functions are and learn who you are. And starting with the past is a great place. And then think, how can I make that my executive functions in the future, the things I can do or the things that can help me? Those are my tips, James. Have you got anything like clumsily to add? Annoyingly, there's nothing I can criticise in that, which, as you know, is a source of deep you hate frustration that, you? for me. I do. Mm. <clears throat> my top tips would be that if there are executive functions that you don't have, whether that's working memory, planning, etc., use what's available to take the role on for you. Use technology is one of the best examples to take some of the, the job on, to take the weight off your shoulders. So <clears throat> this is easier for some executive dysfunctions than it is for others for example if you've got problems with planning then you can use uh, a calendar you can make sure that when you put uh, something in that calendar that you give yourself more time to do a task than you think it will take because we're often time blind as well and that means you're not going to end up causing yourself distress because you didn't plan it properly if you've got problems with emotional self-regulation when we we talked about this all the time you know learn learn or try to learn to accept that you sometimes are unable to control your emotions and i'm going to get my totem out again i'll use a totem. look at your totem james there's my there's my totem for those on youtube get your totem out have a mantra it can be whatever works for you for me it's uh, it's not me it's my adhd and i and i just step out of time when i'm emotionally dysregulated and, and touch my totem and say it's not me <laughs> It's my ADHD. Um, I've never heard this phrase totem till I met you. Apart from totem pole as well. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, I, I'll give you an example of how this has actually helped. So I, I may have talked about this story before, but just before 
I was diagnosed, but when you were coaching me, I think from memory, um, we bought a new dishwasher. Um, and it wasn't an impulse buy, the other one was fucked. But we got we bought a new dishwasher, and what I did do, which is a very ADHD thing, is I didn't read the insulation instructions properly, just so I can fit that. And I snapped yeah. the waste hose on it. And of course, then thought, well, you can get waste hoses there easy. You'd realize it was actually integrated into the whole of the machine. I'd have to take the back off. And I, th- I just thought, I, I've, that's it. I've, I've ruined it. They're not going to take that back. I've, that's 400 pounds spunked up the wall. And I went upstairs and um, I'm not ashamed to say had a little cry. I was in a mess for three or four hours because I broke the waste hose on a dishwasher. And when I eventually realized that actually I'm just going to email them and say it came like that. And they did collect it and replace it instantly. And it wasn't a problem. It was fine. Now I've since managed through getting my totem out and touching it that when I'm in that kind of situation that I can more easily say, this is, this is not an appropriate emotional response. This is not you. This is your ADHD. So I step out of time. I touch my totem (laughs) And I say to myself, it's not me, it's my ADHD. And that really helps me not self-chatize. What about you, Alex? Have you got any tips? Have we done your tips? We've yeah, done your tips. We have done my tips, but I do I also have I also have a massive totem pole. <laughs> I, I, I really want one. I don't I don't have one. I guess that's the same. I do have I do have um I never called it that though. It's just yeah. it's just always been on my wrist. I I my thoughts are I, I have an imagination of of the key things in my life that are, that I need to be okay for me to be happy, the you know, the health mm. of my, my family and so on. And I often refer back to that to check that's okay and that I'm not having exactly like you're going to an inappropriate emotional reaction to elements that are part of my ADHD and, and, and frankly, out of my control. And when I go back to that, the things that I've got all flustered about are slightly easy to handle. Remember, no one's got the answer to ADHD, Slightly easier to handle is is good enough. Um, I mean, I blatantly stole it off you. Um, the idea of totaming when you you you, t- you told me about this years ago, and I didn't know about your mental health history, and I just thought, why has he got that on his wrist? A wristband. Took, yeah. I think I think it took like twelve years before you to actually t- for you to actually tell me, and that's the point yeah. that leads us nicely into our product recommendation. The product recommendation this week is get a totem. Now it doesn't have to be anything that's expensive or even cost anything at all you can go get a charity wristband for you know a quid and it's just something that you can touch if you've got something that you've got with the key thing is it's got to be with you all the time so it could be a piece of jewelry it could be a necklace it could be a ring it could be a bracelet it could be in in alex's case a big hoop earring but just something that you've got with you (laughs) (laughs) or it could be a parrot on your shoulder like me (laughs) exactly something you've got with you at all times which you can touch and use as a as a mechanism to to just pause, step out of time, and say this is this is an inappropriate emotional regulation, or it's okay that I forgot to do that thing, or I know I'm struggling to um, to start a project, but it's okay, it's not me, it's my ADHD, or whatever mantra works for you. But but using that totem as a way of recognizing your behaviour and helping you accept it is is potentially really powerful so that's our product recommendation of the week get yourself a totem or if you've already got one that you're wearing use it as a totem alex before like we go anything you'd like to add thing. just that i don't like it when you say sensible and useful things i, I don't like it when you say things on that note 
This was episode 17 of our podcast, and it was on executive dysfunction. As usual, if you want to get in touch, if you'd like to suggest any subjects for us to cover, if you've got any feedback about Alex's face, um, or if you just want to say hi in general, then get in touch on the socials at ADHD Adult UK, and we'll see you next time. Bye, all.